Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rachel Freeman Sowers live show, the go-to place for female professionals and entrepreneurs who want to become more bold in the expression of their business, their mission, and themselves in the online world using video. I cannot wait to introduce you to my guest tonight. If you are someone who has ever struggled with gut health, just let me raise my hand because it has been something that I have struggled with prior and continue to because I am a very sensitive person and my gut is it's very sensitive. It's a very good thing to make me aware of what is happening. You are going to want to stay tuned. And I really want to invite you to say hello in the comments. Let us know where you're joining us from. And then make sure to ask the questions. We have access to a beautiful person tonight that has this energy that I love about her. She is a newfound friend. We met each other in a Facebook group. And actually, she asked something about how you help your gut. And I put that I use color collagen to help my gut. And then she's like, Oh, what kind of collagen? And that kind of like started it from there. And plus, if any of you know, or seen the post, she is an Ayurvedic gut health specialist. And in my PhD education, I learned about Ayurvedic medicine and love these philosophies and theories about medicine and really the treatment of the whole person and considering everything that is going on. So that includes physical stuff that includes mental health stuff that includes emotions that includes spiritual stuff. And this is one of the reasons why Ayurvedic medicine is such an interest to me. Okay, I don't want to go any further. Make sure to tell us if you're here in the comments where you're joining us from and allow, if you're joining us from Facebook, allow StreamYard to see your name so that when you put that comment in and ask us those questions, we can reply to you directly. All right, so I am going to introduce my guest right now. So my guest is Holly Blazina. She's an Ayurvedic gut health specialist, yogini, hopefully I'm saying that right, flamenco guitarist, check out her work, just FYI, who found her kryptonite in chronic fatigue, candida, food sensitivities, and insomnia. She spent nearly 25 years figuring out how to get her life back so that you can have yours back too. Now she's a creative powerhouse in her 50s. Let's just give it up for that and has energy to burn, which if you go and follow her on her Facebook page, she recently did a hike, dead peel, check it out. Holly helps people with IBS, food sensitivities, and micro, microbiome issues get to the bottom of their digestive struggles with one-on-one -on -one consultations and her Gutsy Yoga member program. So give me and her lots of love as I welcome Holly to the show. Welcome. Wow. Thank you for that introduction, Rachel. That was beautiful. Thanks. Well, you know, I love my guests here. I, <laughs> I can tell. Tell. Everyone knows I love my guests. And my guests, hey, Sally, nice to see you. My guests are phenomenal. And I just love having phenomenal women on here. And I'm so grateful that you decided that you would say yes to being a guest here. Let's just start out by just let us know what you do and who you serve. Let's start there. Well, I mean, you, you encapsulated it nicely. I mean, I help people with their gut health. As you know, I serve basically anybody who has, like you said, the IBS, the microbiome mm -hmm. things, the food sensitivities. But I mean, I also have like one of my latest clients has got cancer. Mm. And yeah, I mean, if anybody's got, if anybody's ever struggled with that, then you know that, you know, your gut is something that just goes through the ringer mm -hmm. when you're in treatment with that. So, I mean, people come, people come with all kinds of different things, but those are sort of like the things that I lead with. I've also got clients with autoimmune disorders mm -hmm. and things mm -hmm. like that too, right? 
So if you are you out, if you're out there watching either this live or recording, please make sure to let us know if you have experienced gut issues. I know as for myself, being a person that has been very anxious the majority of my life, it really does affect my gut, what I can eat, when I eat. Like sometimes I wouldn't eat before I went somewhere because I didn't want to have any gut issues. I didn't want to be sick and those kinds of things. So there was a little bit of your story in the introduction, but I want you to just tell us a little bit about what really propelled you to start this business? When did you start this Ayurvedic gut health specialist part of the business? It's interesting because when you're asking me this question, I'm like, when did I start it? I'm not actually sure. <laughs> um, I, I know that I, I decided to pursue my Ayurvedic business mm -hmm. in earnest in 2018, but it didn't kind of evolve into the gut health piece mm -hmm. until sometime after that. I'm going to say like a year, year and a half later. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things, I mean, as entrepreneurs, we know that we want, we want to serve everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So there's always the, you got a niche, you got a niche, you got a niche. Mm -hmm. And what's so cool is that really, and it's like I niched without niching because uh, we all have a gut and all of the, all of the issues that we have, they start in the gut. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, I, I, I used to say that even car accidents start in the gut. Like you wouldn't think they do, but they do. Brain fog, car accidents, those things go together. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> Brain fog and being an entrepreneur, they go together. Let's just be real about something there. Well, yes. So tell me a little bit how I know this, but I would really love to hear from you. How is the Ayurvedic approach to the gut different than let's just say like a Western medicine kind of approach? Well, first of all, let's just talk about Ayurveda broadly. So we we rely on, or you know, basically there are three constitutional types. Every person is their own unique mix of those three types. Mm -hmm. And then in the work that I've done, I end up kind of zoning in on the gut. Mm -hmm. And and I, I actually talk with my clients about digestive types. It's one of the first things I do with my clients when they come to me is I figure out what is their digestive type and right. how does that impact their overall type? Mm -hmm. You know, because I mean, I mean, it's like, this is, this is the thing. Like, as you, as you say, I mean, you, you were very anxious as a person. So right away at that, that points me in a direction. Right. And, you know, and then it's like, here, we're not even talking about gut health. You're talking about anxiety and I'm going, okay, I know what's up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So there's that piece. But the other thing that's really important to know about the Ayurveda is that, and so we, we talk about the digestive fire. There's actually a Sanskrit word for it. It's called Agni. Mm -hmm. And it refers not just to our ability to digest food, but also our ability to digest emotions, impressions, experiences, and all of that stuff, right? So now we've got, we've already, we haven't even talked about Western medicine. We've already got the gut brain connection and I call it the gut brain heart connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more because so many times we try and treat these different parts of ourselves or even the work I do with women in video, you know, they're so cognitive and it's kind of like, have you ever had someone say, you know, you're just in your head or you feel like you're just in your head and there's a whole thing below our head that is indicating to us, hey, listen, I'm still over here. <laughs> and <laughs> what I know about women in general, because that's who I'm working with, you know, ambitious, intelligent and driven women oftentimes really struggle with gut health, but don't know it's really the gut that's the struggle, right? We think it's if we're not doing something or if I'm not being something or if I'm not helping someone, right? Those are the things that get on the surface. But when you get underneath there, it's really a, quite a bit deeper than that. We've talked a little bit about how does a poor gut affect our mental, physical, and emotional health. And you brought up, you know, brain fog and driving. 
but I don't know about any of you that are watching this live or the recording, but it's more about too how I have brain fog and I forget the things that are important to me not to forget or I get super busy and then I get tense and then I don't eat and then my blood sugar goes low, right? Like it's the connections that you're making. So with your clients, what are some of the most common connections that they may not be aware of that you've helped them learn about, which has helped them heal themselves? The first one, as you've talked about, is just that awareness of, you know, when am I eating? How am I eating? Mm-hmm. Am I eating? <laughs> there's that. And then there's, I mean, this is this is the thing too that I find, I mean, here we are, I mean, we're, we're doing this live thing and you're in the States and I'm in Canada. And so we're always projecting our consciousness outward. Mm-hmm. And so like that thing you said about how we're up in our head, half the time we're not even in our head. Well, yes. You know, our head is like way out there. <laughs> And so, yeah, right. So, I know what you think about that. Yeah. And so, these things in Ayurveda, we call that vata. Yeah. So, the quality of air and ether. And we're always putting our energy out there in the ether. Mm -hmm. We're driving places, you know, or under ordinary circumstances, we're flying all the time. We're Mm -hmm. talking on the phone. We're multitasking. We're on our computers. So, all of those things are things that take us out of our body. And one of the biggest mistakes that we're making around our gut health is that we think that digestion happens automatically. That it's an unconscious thing mm-hmm. when in actual fact, it, what we need to do a lot of times is just sit down and be with ourselves when we're eating our food, right? So that's even, even just that little lifestyle piece is huge. Yes. And it's something that we all have to be aware of. I mean, I know that I need to not be eating in front of screens. And mm-hmm. does it happen every single time? No, it doesn't. You know, and it's it's a thing that I have to be constantly aware of myself. And then the other thing that I consistently hear from women when we start talking about gut health, they, the first thing they talk about is they don't have time. Mm-hmm. They talk about it being, you know, like all this food stuff. They have to do They just say, well, that's such a pain in the ass, you know, to have to do this, right? <laughs> it's like, no, I actually, it's not a pain in the ass to look after yourself. It actually feels really good when you start doing it, but we have to learn how to toggle better in terms of, you know, our business, like a lot of times puts us in this like hard driving mode and we don't want to get out of that. But then once you get out of it, it's like, oh, I was there and it's not as much, it's not fun to be there all the time. Of course it's fun to be there sometimes. Right. It's not fun to be there all the time. And then the biggest thing that I hear from women too, is that in addition to running their businesses, they're, they're busy serving their families, they're busy serving their partners. And then you start to hear about all the stuff the partners have going on and the women, like we're running this stuff through our nervous system. Yes. You know, and then you say anxiety. Well, you know, it's like we, and so one of the things that I do in my yoga practice, my, my own personal practice, Mm -hmm. and also the practice that I, that I offer my clients is we do things on a regular basis Mm -hmm. to upgrade and strengthen the nervous system so that we can like really deal with all this stuff because women are always have always been, and probably will be for some time to come. Like the entire energy of our loved ones, whoever we're plugged into, we're running all all that energy through our nervous system. Yeah, that's one thing that I talk to my clients the most about, right? It's how not to just because it's a patterned way of being a neurological pattern way of being just to accept all of this energy. And when those shifts occur, you know, there's transitions and there's tension that can often take place. But when you are really considering your health first, it does allow you to take care of others better if that is, you know, in whatever way that you choose to do that. 
I'm wondering how many women on here, the live or recording, have felt like they have taken on the majority of the responsibilities of things that maybe they've done it just because that's what they were taught, right? That's just what I do. This is just who I am. And I'm saying that if you want to change, it's only that way until you're not. And your gut health can be a major player in helping you just naturally, slowly, and surely changing these ways of being from the inside out. It's not just about the emotions that you feel. It's the whole system that's operating, right? And so I think you bring up a lot of great and vital things to be for us to be thinking about when we talk about the gut health and how we're interacting in the world, right? How am I interacting in this place? Well, absolutely. And I mean, the thing that you're talking about, you know, this is what we've always done. I kind of think that like, I mean, if you think about historically, the I mean, there, there's a lot of survival patterns there. Yes. Right. And as I mean, we're coming into an age where it's not about survival anymore. Traditionally, it was just like, well, the whole the whole deal is to make sure your offspring make it. Nature doesn't give a crap <laughs> if you make it or not. And that's, I even told my daughter that I was like, the only thing, my only job, and this is, I was a single mom for a really long time. My only job is to get you to be a productive adult. Like that was what I told her. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I make it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like I can perish in the process. (laughs) Yes. And that's, in fact, I heard that today, you know, though a woman said to me, I've sacrificed myself for so long. And the time that we were working together, she's like, I found myself again, but now she's like, I've gone too far on one side or the other side. So we're living in this dichotomous and I don't, I can't speak for Canada, the United States, we live in this dichotomous world of black and white, right and wrong, good, bad, all of these things where we're operating on extremes. And in my experience, the majority of the time, our culture here in the United States, and even in the online world is one of fear and scarcity. You're going to miss out if you don't buy now, but wait, there's more, right? Mm -hmm. There's all of this sensationalism, which then hypes up the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So we all walk around like this the whole time. And we're like, what's wrong with me? I don't know. Well, these are the things that are happening to us. But for us to pay attention, we have to be, I guess, mindful and conscientious and intentional about how we care for ourselves. Well, and frankly, I mean, this is one of the things that I learned around, you know, because you mentioned that I've had insomnia. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've learned about myself, like it, it doesn't matter whether I do it or not, because my body mind is going to make me do it. Mm-hmm. I'm a person who absolutely needs you know, 60 to 90 minutes offline at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And if I don't give myself that downtime, even if I, even if I'm outperforming or something like that, I still need that time at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And if I don't take it, like, even if I go, I'm falling down exhausted, I can sleep and I can, and then I'm going to wake up at two in the morning and my, the meat motor is going to be going, you know? So anyone, anyone else, anyone That's happened to me before. So we talked a little bit about, you know, your program, you offer it online. Let's talk a little bit about what role video plays in that and how we had a little bit of a discussion before this, the start of the show about people's talent or, you know, like you're natural on video, you're a natural, whatever. But I would like for you to share some of your insights about what you think about that, because I think it's really relevant. 
Well, okay. So the first thing is that, I mean, and as a performer, I've heard people say over and over, it's like, oh, you're so talented. And when they say that, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I always try to be gracious, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's like one of those moments where I have to bite my tongue and then mm-hmm. be gracious because I've worked so hard to gain the skills that I have. I mean, as a musician, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I had terrible stage fright when I was in university. Mm-hmm. Like it was absolutely debilitating. Yep. And so, yeah, so I mean, people say I'm a natural on video. It's just like, Mm -hmm. well, (laughs) I worked really hard for that. I worked Mm -hmm. really hard to be natural. Just because you have, even though you're a flamenco guitarist and one of three in in North America, professional flamenco guitarists of three women, right? Female. 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 Even though you have that, that doesn't always automatically transfer over to video. There's other skills that are learned here, but you have some foundations over here. Did you find that at all? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like in terms of, you know, setting things up and like Mm -hmm. all there's still all the things that I have to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, people say, oh, you look so comfortable on video. It's like, yeah, I know. Because when I was when I was dealing with stage fright, I would way rather talk on stage than play. (laughs) Well, there you go. You never know what it's prepping you for. Right. So many things like I look back at my life and how many things now that I have been able to do and maneuver that really allow me to be here with the people I love being with the most. That's that really allows that to happen. So where does, if at all, any fear still show up in your business or your life? Oh, if at all, like, please, it shows up everywhere. <laughs> Not to mention my gut, <laughs> right? Yes. In, but in, in terms of being specific, I have this fear of creating something and then not wanting what I've created. Hmm. So, you know, and being a multi-passionate entrepreneur, that's a very real possibility, right? That I'm going to create something and it's going to be too big for me to handle or too big for me to hold. Hmm. And so, but but this is, I mean, and, and I loved it that you asked me that question, Rachel, because I realized that the fear in, in that particular case, the fear is actually a pointer, right? Because when hmm. I find myself being afraid of that, then I say, well, okay, what's the actual danger here? And then Mm. how can I kind of dissect that a bit so that I can create the result I want? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we all want to work the number of hours we want to work in a week. And so then, you know, how, what does it look like for me to do this thing that, you know, there's this new branch of my empire <laughs> that <laughs> that's going to have me still working inside the, the appointed time. Right. And I, I love that you brought that up because, you know, fear and the gut are very much related, right? It's our instinct. It's our intuition, that vagal nerve that goes, you know, all of those things that really make up this beautiful body of ours. I heard something today from another person that I was with and she said something very similar to what you said about fear, but it was more like about imposter syndrome. Like imposter syndrome is essentially the fear, right? And that really points you in the direction of your growth because you wouldn't have imposter syndrome if you didn't have something really vital to share, right? I don't have imposter syndrome about being up here and talking on video about emotions because I know emotions like nobody's business, right? That's been my career for the last 18 years. But if I get on here and start talking about my Canon EOS and how I've hooked it up and how I have magnificent cord management finally and how I need to, you know, like if I start talking about all of those things, sometimes I can feel like, well, do I really know what I'm talking about? 
So that fear, like you said, can really point us in this direction of awareness and really where we may really want to go in our lives and and maybe not run away from that all the time. Oh, well, for sure. Fear fear is not a run away. It's a come closer. Mm -hmm. Not everyone thinks that though. I I know, but I have a thing for (laughs) opening up a can of whoop ass on myself all the time. Oh my gosh. I'm going to quote that. I open a can of whoop ass on myself. I've not heard that (laughs) since my father. Thank you so much for saying that. That is awesome. All right. So how do you use video in your business? In the last few minutes, tell me a little bit about that. One of the things that I've done and since 2018, when I didn't know what I was going to even focus on with my mm-hmm. Ayurvedic business, I started doing live streams every single week, mm-hmm. like every single week, no matter what. So that's one area. I mean, I've also put a little bit out there on YouTube, you know, like live music videos that I've done, that kind of thing. But I, I think it's so, so important. I mean, I, I back to the live streams when I started doing those, mm-hmm. um, I was saying to the one of my my business confidants, it's like, oh, you know, like I'm not getting a lot of traction for my live streams. He says, you know, and I said, I wanted to build my my list with them. And he just said, forget all about that. He said, it doesn't matter. And he said, just keep talking about it because then when you really have something to say, you're going to be able to say it and yeah. people are going to start to listen. And I have to say, Rachel, it's been shocking and it continues to be shocking to me. People say, oh yeah, I saw your thing on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody sent me your video and said that mm-hmm. I should watch it. And it's just like, how did I not know this? <laughs> It's like, well, so then this is a thing too that I need to maybe look at the insights once in a while. <laughs> well, it is true. So many women that I work with, they're like, no one's watching. But I got it. I literally got a text today and my this person had referred me and sent me the picture of the text. And she said, you know, well, you'll love following Rachel because she helps women get the F out of their own way. Right. And so she's like, I'm always thinking about how you're helping people. I talked to another person and it's like, I'm sharing your stuff because it's so helpful to me. And people are saying, so we don't always know. And that's the thing with video. You can go Mm -hmm. by insights and views. And yes, part of that can work, but it takes consistent showing up, just like you said, right? It takes consistent practice. So tell my audience one thing that they could do today to increase their gut health. And then tell us where we can find you, where they can find you if they want more information. Okay, so one thing you can do today to make your gut health better is spend the first hour, the last hour of every day and your meals screen free, Hmm. right? Like when you eat, just eat, don't be in front of screens. And so so, what what will that help them do? What it helps you do is that you, it's like that thing that we talked about earlier about how we're always projecting our consciousness Mm -hmm. out of our body and in fact, out of our mind. Mm -hmm then it brings us back home into our body. Mm. So we notice things like, oh, I'm feeling full. Mm-hmm. Or it's 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 like your body actually needs your love, you know? Hot. You know? A, yes. Everyone, your body needs your love in all aspects of it. Just FYI. Yeah. Just- so it's like we wouldn't dream of like if you had it, you know, you talked about your daughter earlier. I mean, you wouldn't dream of just saying, okay, well, I'm, I'm you know, I'm on my, I mean, people do it. I'm on my screen. Go amuse yourself, right? Well, go amuse yourself with your screen, right? Your stomach doesn't have a screen, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, you can't, you can't just say, oh, go play in the corner and it's going to do your bidding. No, you have to show up for it. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to show. And this is the thing is that why wouldn't you want to show up for your food? It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Food is so good. <laughs> yes. 
I, I would agree with you there. I'm, I'm a definitely a foodie. I love some good food. So yeah. where can um, my audience find you and the people that watch the recording find you and learn more about what you do and what you offer? Well, for sure, one of the most obvious ways for people to find me is you can either friend me on my Facebook profile, Holly Blazina. You can also look for me in, um, in my group, Big Gutsy Life. Mm. And I share all kinds of things like little, little things, big things. Uh, and that's where I'm usually doing my live streams every week. So if you want to know a little bit of what I'm sharing, and again, big things and little things in the live streams too, right? Mm. So if you want to get to know me, that's a great place to do it. Those are probably the best places. Awesome. Okay. So now you know where to find Holly. If you are interested in shifting your perspective or wanting to learn a different way of maximizing your gut health and really allowing yourself to nurture yourself in that way and practice some self-love, I want to encourage you to check her out. So I'm going to go ahead and end this video. I appreciate all of you being here. If you're wondering how I help women become more bold in the expression of their business, their mission, and and themselves in the online world with video, feel free to check out my website at www.rachelfreemansowers.com. So I'll end this video, like I end every single video, is make sure to be true to yourself, be kind to others, and always, always, always honor the wise one that is within you. I will see you all next week on the next Rachel Freeman Sowers Live Show. Bye.